Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. It's the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Norton. And today we have Casey joining us. Casey, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, we're excited to dig in and get to know all about you. So take us back to the very beginning of your real estate journey. How did you get started? What drew you to the industry? And where are you currently located? Yeah. Okay. So I am in Milton, Georgia, which is just north, about 40 minutes from Atlanta. We serve all of Metro Atlanta with a focus on the North Atlanta area. Um, I am in my fifth year in real estate. I uh, landed in this industry after about eight years in corporate management consulting. So I was climbing the corporate ladder, you know, aiming for the corner office. That was kind of the goal. When I do anything, I want to do it big and I want to be the best. Um, But around that time, we had Irish twins. So two babies in about one year. And that was a fun little surprise and shock to everything that I had been doing. And what's funny is that all along, I had always known that long term, I wanted to do something for myself and build something for myself not build someone else's wealth. I just didn't know what that looked like. And so um, that time in our life when we had some really, really young babies and I was traveling Monday to Thursday, that just, those two did not work together. And so I was recruited by a commercial real estate company that specialized in healthcare, which was the consulting that I had done. And they said, we need your healthcare experience. We can teach you real estate. And I remember as I was going through licensing in that role, I kept feeling like I'm not on the right side of this. I want to be on the residential side because I love people. I love connecting with people. I love being a part of their stories. And then more recently, I really love mentoring and helping other um, women and people grow their own wealth through real estate. And so um, over the last five years, I've kind of transitioned very like after a quick little blurb in commercial. Um bumped right into residential. And now um, I'm a team leader. We have five agents and um, 10 of us total employees wise and staff wise. So, um, you know, it's been a wild ride and really this is just the beginning. So that's exciting. Okay. Super mama. Look at you building your empire. Go girl. Love to hear that. So what initially drew you to EXP then? Did you start your real estate career here? Were you at another brokerage? And if you were at another brokerage, what encouraged you to make that move? Because at high level production, a move like that is not easy. Yeah, it was not easy. Um, So I was at another brokerage and I I really loved that brokerage. I have a lot of friends that are still there. Um, I was really close with our team leader and and really believed in the brand. Um, But as my business kind of started to grow... Um, I, I felt like I was capping out there. 
And the people that were further along than me, who were really, really willing to help me when I was brand new baby and not stomping into their territory, territory, excuse me, were a little bit less willing to um, help me grow once I was kind of building a name for myself because we were competing for the same clients. And I totally understand that. But it was just a little bit more of a scarcity mentality and um, and this, okay, if you want to grow, you need to go pay for a coach once a week to grow. Not you can come collaborate with the other agents in our area. Um, and so I started looking to make a change and I interviewed with some various brokerages that in our market may be considered luxury brokerages and um, looked around. But at the end of the day, I felt like it's 2022. And um, what I know is that there are a lot of really bad agents that have really fancy names at the top of their signs. And um, that didn't really matter as much as it did 20 years ago. And so I felt like, you know, your brokerage is kind of like, um, it's kind of like your house, right? You can pay rent to be a part of a brokerage that you have no ownership of, um, or you can be an owner of a brokerage and build your brand on top of their platform. And I had actually already built um, a pretty significant brand. And so I didn't feel like I needed to lean on a big name to be successful and serve my clients. Um, and so that's kind of how I landed at EXP. I loved the agent owner piece of it. Um, I loved the models. And more than anything, I loved the collaboration over competition. Um, there is truly this abundant mentality where I have agents that live five miles down the road from me and we've never done a deal together in five years. And if that doesn't tell you that there's not opportunity for us all, I don't know what will. And so I can give you all of my secrets. I can give you my playbook and I believe that there is abundance and there's enough for us out there to all be successful. So that shift in mentality is really what pulled me in. Very well said, Casey. And that mentality of, you know, we're all one team. You really liked that. There was opportunity for all at EXP. Is that why you're still there? Or after making that jump, have you fallen in love with something else that EXP has to offer? Because I mean, they've got revenue shares, stock options, collaboration, masterminds, mm -hmm. so much yeah. more. Is there anything else that you've really been able to dive into since you started with EXP? Yeah. So I'll tell you, like I, the reason I came was for the agent ownership and just for the ability to build my own brand on their platform. I loved the cloud-based environment. There are a lot of things that I really thought were great. What I didn't really understand when I moved over was how aligning myself with the right people would just absolutely boost my business and how the revenue share piece is really important for that. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, revenue share, recruit, that's all these people do. When in reality, our time is valuable, our knowledge is valuable, the things we've learned has value. And so for us to literally open up our playbook, there has to be financial alignment to do that. And so when I was with my previous brokerage, I remember getting a sign in my front yard one day and it was like top 20% in our market center. And this was pretty early in my career. And I was like, how I'm in the top, like, I know this was supposed to make me feel good, but it doesn't like, I don't feel like I should be in the top 20% because I want to be surrounding myself by people that are 50 times ahead of where I am so that I can learn and grow. And so for me, that's what not only is, I wouldn't even call it keeping me here because I'm not going anywhere. It's been the biggest um, unexpected surprise is just 
um, my mentors, Dan Beer, Kyle Whistle, um, Stacey Wyatt, like those people have changed my business by just raising the bar of what's possible. I talked to Stacy yesterday on podcasts, actually. It's wonderful. I adore him and he's very into, you know, the coaching, the mentorship. And I can see why you are so just enamored by yeah. your mentors because they are really enchanting. And yes. Stacey and I have now teamed up and we've created um, the modern agent, which is our, um, our agent group. And so um, he's so great because he has so many years of systems and, um, you know, team leader, team leadership, and he flips houses and he's got such a wealth of experience. And then I've got a lot of soft branding, you know, leadership skills over here. And so we have come together to coach the whole agent. And um, even that has just been just an unexpected gift for me and my business as well. So absolutely. And they do say, you know, if you feel like you're the smartest person in the room that you're in the wrong room. That's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's really cool about EXP is there, there is no ceiling. There's always more to learn somebody else to reach out to and a new challenge for yourself Mm -hmm. in every aspect, which is fabulous. And so you are an icon award winner, which means you have high production. You put yourself out there. You're a hustler. Now, what do you do in your personal life to keep that, you know, emotional health, that work-life balance to not push yourself to burnout mode? It's hard, right? Um, I don't necessarily know that I believe anymore in work-life balance, especially in this industry when we are expected to be on all the time. We don't have the luxury of turning it off. I mean, you may, but you're not going to keep clients that way, Right. And so what I have found is just trying to find a little bit more of an integrated life where, you know, do I, do I have to step away from the baseball game to take a call? Maybe, but I'm still at the baseball game, right? And prioritizing those things in my life that are important, that are non-negotiable. Like I will not miss X, Y, and Z. Um, and the other thing that I think this year, and this is not just me saying I love Sphere Rocket, um, but being able to learn how to delegate and take the things off of my plate that someone else can do and maybe do better because they have more time and focus to do that task. Um, that has really freed up, um, my ability to come to work, put my head down, lead my agents, lead my team, grow the team. And then for the most part, go home, spend some quality over quantity of time with my kids. We're all about the quality time dive in, spend that time um, until I turn it back on again, you know, later. I'll tell you, like, I'm not great at turning it off, but I think that um, as business owners, we have to, you know, live like no one else now so we can live like no one else later. And we are just in the building years. And so that's, that's what I'm willing to do for it. And you're right, you know, pinpointing those weak spots where you can delegate work to others Mm -hmm. so that you have more focus on things that matter or things that you're good and efficient at and, you know, spending that time investing in yourself at home is important because you are a reflection of your business as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Very well put, Casey. Thank you for sharing that. And circling back to the fact that you're an icon award winner, how many times have you iconed? Some people listening to this may be even wondering what the icon award is. Yes. And should they aspire for it? I mean, what benefits has it provided to you? Tell us all about it. Yeah, so I um, have been here a year. I've iconed once, um, fully intend and plan on icon- iconing again this year shortly. Um, 
But the benefits to me is it gives um, agents the ability, again, to have even more ownership in their brokerage. And, you know, I think so often agents get hung up on their cap and their splits. And what EXP has done is they've said, if you're a producing agent, your cap is essentially like zero plus percent, right? Which is so cool. Like, not only am I earning all of that back, but it's in um, in stock, which is growing. And of course, stock goes up and down and we know that. And that's that's the life cycle of the market. Um, but for me, all of that money that used to be going you know, to my broker to never come back is now something that lives in a fund for me or my family. And it's an opportunity to put a down payment on an investment property or, you know, have an extra security fund if we need it. Um, And so the opportunity to earn that back in something that appreciates and grows has just been invaluable. And again, I think that's the difference between renting and owning your brokerage. And, um, And so that's been really neat for me. So to somebody watching right now, maybe they just jumped on board the EXP train, right? And they're like, oh, I don't, should I even try to ICOM this year? Should I, should I dig into some other things? But I've, I've met a lot of first-year ICONers with EXP, and that's great. So what are some words of advice that you can give them in just a few sentences, you know, to maybe push themselves or to set those goals that you can ICON in your first year? Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. I think the best thing is literally um, putting together like a business plan. Like how much is it going to take for you to get there? Is it going to be, you know, 23? Is it going to be 25 transactions? Because it kind of depends on when you cap. Um, But breaking it down and saying, okay, let's call it 24. That's two a month. Do I think I can do two closings a month? to earn $16,000 back that's going to support me and my family, I think that's worth it. And when we tie that why around what we're achieving, then it becomes a lot easier to put your head down and do the work. Um, And I wish I had it right in front of me, but there, there was a post one time that floated around probably six months ago and it was showcasing um, the four, like four years of an icon agent and how much the stock has grown and then split and the dividends that have been paid. And to paraphrase and don't quote me on this because I may be wrong on the numbers, but for an icon agent that icons four times, that's 16,000 a year. um, Essentially that looks like $64,000 in stock that's been given to the agent for hitting that icon four times. But because of the way that our stock has grown and split and done all these great things, that's now worth over $400,000 for those agents that have been here since 2017, 2018, iconing since then. And if that's not agent ownership, I don't know what is. Um, and it's just, why pay someone else to own the brokerage when you can own it? Um, and so I would say, like, you've got to understand the magnitude of what that opportunity means for you. And if- at one point you were an agent on the outside looking in and I'm sure at some point you're probably like, sounds too good to be true. What's the catch? I don't even want to give you guys my time of day because I just feel like something's off here. Yeah. What do you have to say to those skeptical agents? Because obviously you've come over to EXP, you've succeeded, you adore your mentors. For those that are on the fence about it, what do you have to say? Well, I think that they need to understand the model. I think people that are on the fence have heard about eXp, 
right? They're like, I've heard this. I've heard that. My broker poo-poos on eXp. Of course they do. They don't want you leaving. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've heard about it, but they haven't actually looked at it. Because when they say it's too good to be true, how can they afford to pay this out? How can they afford to do that? You've got to understand the traditional real estate brokerage model. And then it costs about $175,000 a month to keep one brick and mortar market center or brokerage operating. And so when we take that and multiply it by 12 months of the year times all the bricks and mortars, that's a whole lot of money that's being shared with franchise owners and regional owners and corporate owners that's now being cut out because we don't have those operating costs and it's got to go somewhere, right? We're not paying rent anymore. We're not paying, you know, an accountant and an assistant accountant and a team leader and a trainer and a recruiter and a productivity coach. We're not paying those in 50 brokerages per state anymore. So all of that money, the agents are still doing all the heavy lifting. It's got to go somewhere. It gets to go back to the agent. And so they need to understand that all of those operating costs are where the too good to be true is coming from. But because it's a new model, people just can't, they're not taking the time to look at the differences in it. Um, and I think that also success leaves clues. And so if maybe they're not sure, um, it's hard. I hear sometimes like, oh, my cousin, my cousin lives, you know, so where so-and-so and moved to EXP and had a terrible experience. But again, you have to understand how the, with the absence of the franchise or the absence of the brick and mortar, who you align yourself with at EXP really, really matters. So you've got to understand that saying someone didn't like it here, that's like saying someone went to Berkshire Hathaway in New York City and had a terrible experience, so I shouldn't go to Berkshire Hathaway in Atlanta, Georgia. It's You've got to make sure you're comparing apples to apples and understanding who you're aligning yourself with. And speaking of who you're aligning yourself with, I mean, you have some pretty fabulous mentors here at EXP, people that you get to work with. Uh, how important is it when it comes to choosing your mentor, your sponsorship? You know, what are some questions you ask them when you were going through that process? And how did you end up landing some of these iconic names as your mentors? I will say it's the most important question. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was not asking the right questions. I think I just um, got really lucky because I liked the people that I was aligning myself with. Um, but, you know, I can't tell you how often I have people that pop into my DMs on Instagram saying, I want to be a part of this training. I want to be a part of this modern agent network. I'm already with EXP. Can I align myself with your group? And the unfortunate answer that I have to say is no, you know? And so people don't understand that when they're signing that sponsor name up, that that is everything. That's everything. And so questions that you need to ask are, you know, do you have additional resources for me once I come over? Or, you know, if they're saying, I'm just going to plug you into the cloud and we've got 60 hours of training, which we do, which is amazing. But is there anything else or no? And if you're an agent that doesn't like to go into the office, doesn't like to get on calls, that's fine. And that may work really, really well for you. If you're an agent that is constantly wanting to grow, constantly wanting community um, and exposure to things that other people around the country are doing, you need to understand what the community atmosphere in your upline really looks like. And I would ask, can I sit in on any calls that your community is doing before? And they'd be more than willing to let you do that. And while you're doing that, also taking note as to 
what are we talking about on these calls? Am I aligning myself with a group that is maybe more focused on recruiting or am I aligning myself with a group that is truly focused on production and wanting to help agents buy and sell more real estate? Because that matters. There, are, you know, if I'm trying to sell $100 million of real estate this year, I may not fit in as well with a group of agents that are good doing three, four, and five deals and that are just trying to recruit. That's that's not really my cup of tea, but it is for some people. And so understanding that is is the most important thing. Absolutely. And I've, I've heard that time and time again, you know, that picking that sponsor, you need to make sure you're asking the right questions. And, you know, some get lucky that they just align with a fabulous group, but others are not so lucky. So make sure that when you're looking to make that change, yeah. that you're looking at your resources, looking at their resources and, you know, not just the short term, but the long term of what that group has to align with you. Casey, that's all my questions. Do you have anything else that you'd like to touch on or leave maybe any current EXP agents with or future EXP agents, maybe even a client stumbled upon this video? Who knows? No, I um, I think that the only thing that I would add and leave is just um, for me, the biggest thing in real estate right now is building your own personal brand. And I think that your name is your brand. Like, Build your name. Don't don't belittle your name under else under someone else's big fancy logo. Build your name, build your brand, and build ownership in the company that you work with. Um, and I talk about this a lot on my Instagram. I have um, an Instagram account that's growing, and we do a lot of education there and a lot of branding and marketing um, things as it relates to real estate. So if anyone wants to follow along with me there, they're welcome to do that. You can find me at case c a s e dot Rutherford, R-U-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D. So um, would love to connect with um, anybody that's listening there. And um, if you're ever looking to buy or sell or send a referral to the Atlanta, Georgia area, we would be happy to serve you or your clients. And I'm looking up your Instagram right now, 37.7 thousand followers. And again, for those that are listening right now, in case you didn't catch it, we're going to go ahead and show this. Not yeah. that capitalization matters in the interweb. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter on my keyboard just now, apparently. But yeah, go ahead and give her a follow. Um, great page here. Oh my gosh, look at your aesthetic. You got it down to a T. This is somebody that you want to follow. You want to build your brand. And the cool thing with EXP that I heard about is that you are allowed to continue building upon your brand, but now you have the structure of EXP That's to right. build that brand grow continue exactly. that's the beauty of it that's mm -hmm. the absolute beauty of it for me so that's what drew me in that's what i'm continuing to go off of um and i think it's just a great opportunity for other agents to do the same thing yeah casey would you say so i had talked to many agents this week and they are talking about how you know their social media has really helped them in the game one of my interviews actually said they get 45 percent of their conversions from their social media um, in 2020, we had 80% of our deals came from Instagram. That is mind blowing. First of all, second of all, that really puts an emphasis on how important social media is and how important it is that if you are too busy for social media right now, you need to start figuring that out. Mm -hmm. You need to start delegating well, tasks to others and, and it's work. Sure all the time. 
it's work. And I think that um, my whole approach, I call it a modern approach, which is why our group is called the modern agent, but um, there has, it, it's, it's the old, like get on the phone, smile and dial and make a pile for three hours. You can do that and you can reach 30 people in those three hours, maybe, or you can have a really strategic social media um, strategy and you can reach 300 or 3000 or 30,000 in that same amount of time. So my question is like, what is the better use of your time? Um, and as an individual agent, before I started scaling and growing a team, that for me was the biggest way um, to build my client base because the people felt like they already knew me, they liked me, they trusted me. And so these were not cold leads coming in my DMs. People were asking me if I had time for them. Like, do you have time to take on another client? I'm like, yeah, I think we can fit you in. I think we'll make it work. Um, of course I have time, but um, they were hot leads. They were hot leads. And so there has never been a time like there is now to leverage social media to build your business, especially as an individual agent. So like you said, if you're not doing it, the time to start is yesterday and then, you know, today. So get after it. Really? That's great, Casey. Thank you so much for your time today. And, you know, hopefully we'll be talking again soon. I'm thinking about doing some spinoff uh, podcasts, you know, where we can dive in a little more about your social media success and 80% of your hot leads coming from there. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy cool. And something we can dive in to more and, um, you know, the skill sets of, an icon agent. Love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun and um, hope to be on a spinoff soon. Yeah, it's been my pleasure and we will be talking to you soon, Casey. Thanks again. Okay. Bye-bye.